Portions of this program are pre-recorded. This is the Joe Pags Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Hi, right, great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. There's a ton going on. Love to bring you all the news and happenings. Going to have some fun today, too. Update on Neil Young and his uh, battle with Spotify. Wonder how that went. Got that for you. A Supreme Court justice is resigning soon or retiring soon, I guess. And the the um, which the rumor mill is so stupid because I don't think there's any way this person can get it. But people are suggesting a very high um, level, a a high priority, a high office holder in the Democrat Party should be chosen to be the Supreme Court justice to replace him. We'll talk about that as well and and a whole lot more on your Wednesday. Carrie, you know what I'm talking about, right? Who they're, whose name I, they're bandying I about? I do, yeah. Heard it today. You think that's as stupid as I do? Well, yeah. I don't see that happening. Uh, never. I, I mean, I think there's no way that's happening. I, I mean, no, I'm with no, you. No, no. It doesn't make sense to me. Polo's here, too. So is Sam. Going to break it down for you. Let's go. Are you chair dancing? If not, what's your problem? Uh-huh. Say what? Glad to have you along for the ride. Red Hot Chili Peppers, Hump to Bump. expand this for conversation later uh, because I just think it's dumb. But the the name that people are bandying about when it comes to replacing Justice Stephen Breyer, and Carrie, I think you've got a story on this. Maybe we can knock that out in a little while as well. Mm-hmm. Um, retiring is Kamala Harris. Now, maybe I, I don't get it. And, and many have said, well, this would this would kill two birds with one stone. You put Kamala Harris in there, you get gets her out of the vice president's job, which she's horrible at. So as bad as she was as the Attorney General of of California, as liberal and far left as she was as a senator, U.S. senator, as bad as she is and as low as the approval rating is as vice president, I have an idea. Let's hide her on the Supreme Court. I don't, it doesn't make sense to me. I don't get it. And I guess the reason why people are bringing her name up is because in the campaign trail, um, Delusional Joe was saying if he gets the opportunity, he's going to appoint a female of color to the Supreme Court, which, of course, is racist to say you're going to choose this color, this background, this gender as the person. But uh, that's what he said. And now people are coming up with all these women of so-called of color. Um, I, I think it would be refreshing if he just said, you know, I'm going to be a white Christian man this time, white Christian heterosexual man. Car- Carrie, how do you think that would go? Not think, well at all. No. Say no to nope, that one. Nope. Hmm. Interesting. So we'll get into that in a little while, but I do want to start with your boy, Neil Young. Now, we talked about this yesterday, and I honestly, I'm not being funny, coy, or silly when I say I don't know off the top of my head a Neil Young song. I don't. Polo, can you quickly look and see if you've got any Neil Young that you could play from your system there? I mean, is there a song that I should know is a Neil Young song? Is there like a big enough hit? I think you probably know Rocket in a Free World. 
Because that's actually the okay. only one that I knew. Okay. Polo, is that the one, Rocket in the Free World? Should I know that song? I mean, yeah, you should. Um, Do you have anything that you can play right now? Just play me something. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm opening up the library. It takes okay. a little while. Cool. Um, Sam, had you? Do you know any Neil Young songs? Maybe if I heard it, but I do not know any off the top of my head. I mean, he's the guy that kind of sings. He's kind of that guy, isn't he? Mm, yeah, I thought that was you. No, that was him. Um, so uh, he is the the same guy from Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young, right? Mm, yes. Okay, so I always thought that he sang like those really weird falsetto high things. But uh, if you if you think I should know this song, I definitely want to hear it. What what's uh, bothersome to me is that he thought he had so much leverage and power <laughs> that he would just get this done. He would threaten Spotify, and he would get it done. And it didn't get done. In fact, he got done. But before I launch into even more commentary on him, I have to hear something that he's done just to see if I would know it. Hold anything popping up yet? Yeah, I've got a few things here. Um... Are they songs that you recognize? I mean, there's Rockin' in the Free World. There's a song called Old Man. Um, and then Like a Hurricane. I'm not sure if I recognize that one. Heart of Gold, Cinnamon Girl. Because uh, there's there's some with just him, and then there's some with him and Crazy Horse. Yeah, um, I, don't know. I don't know. You may know yeah, Heart could, of could Gold a bit. Or, like I said, Rockin' in the Free World. If you, if you heard the chorus, I bet. Can you play me one of those songs? And I'm not being cool. I'm not being silly. I'm not being denigrative. I just don't know his music. This, this is not familiar to me so far. Yeah, he's that guy. This is a song you know, Carrie? I know the chorus. <laughs> is this the Rocket in the USA one or whatever? In a free world. Whatever. That, that's it? That's the hook? That's it. <laughs> what a song. It's a horrible song. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's just not favorites. a great song. That's for sure. But, um, yeah. All right. So he is that guy. That's, hey, 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 hey. He sings like that. Okay. Okay. Well, fine. I mean, if it works for his fans, fine. But he, he thought that he had the power and the sway to undo um, Joe Rogan's popularity. And, and that was just kind of silly. I mean, I really think he went in thinking he would be able to get this done. And, and he ended up getting, like, he won't be embarrassed because he's obviously a guy that doesn't get embarrassed over this kind of stuff. But you got a guy that, again, and I said this yesterday because I looked it up, has 15 songs, 15 titles that are anti-government pro-freedom titles. Like, what is that rocking in a free world? It's such a free world that Neil Young doesn't want you to be able to go on Spotify and hear that if you can also hear Joe Rogan. And here's the thing I don't get. Joe Rogan is not forced or mandated on listeners. You don't have to go and listen to his podcast or watch him. I mean, a lot of people do, and I'm glad you do because I think the guy does a good job. But what I'm saying is it's not mandated. You don't have to listen to him. I've never understood Neil Young's position on this is the same as PETA's position on, or vegetarian's position on meat. I'm a vegetarian, therefore meat should not be available for anybody. So this is, 
if you get rid of meat from the grocery stores, then nobody can eat it, then I feel better about the decisions I've made. Look, if somebody's going to Spotify for Neil Young, they're probably not going to Spotify for Joe Rogan. So why he thought they were somehow interconnected doesn't make any sense to me. But, Carrie, you do have an update on this story. And, again, yesterday Neil Young said either Joe Rogan goes or I do off of Spotify. Go ahead. From the Daily Mail, Spotify will remove Neil Young's music after he demanded it be removed from the streaming service in a blazing row over vaccine misinformation spread by podcaster Joe Rogan. A representative for Spotify confirmed a variety. The music is expected to be removed later today. We want all the world's music and audio content to be available to Spotify users. With that comes great responsibility in balancing both safety for listeners and freedom for creators. Representative told Variety. We have detailed content policies in place, and we've removed over 20,000 podcast episodes related to COVID since the start of the pandemic. We regret Neil's decision to remove his music from Spotify, but hope to welcome him back soon. Rogan has not commented on Young's demand. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't understand. So I'm 55, and but, but a jazzer. When I was in high school and even before high school, I was either a jazzer or... I liked harder rock. I liked ACDC. I liked uh, Queen. I guess Queen wouldn't be harder rock, although some songs are. Um, but ACDC certainly rocked hard, and, and I enjoyed that. But, but mainly a jazz guy. And, and also, obviously, huge into Elvis, which I've talked about. But I was, I mean, Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young, and Crosby, Stills, and Nash, very good harmonies, really good musicians. So I guess Neil Young is probably a good guitar player. He's not a good singer. But I don't know, look, I don't know his music, and if he wants people of a younger generation than mine, like my kids, my grandkids, to know about his music, why wouldn't he want it available everywhere? Like, I talked today with uh, my friend Adam, and as we're talking about this, I said, I just want to be a broadcaster. And Carrie, we've talked about this a million times on this show. I don't want to just be a radio host. I don't want to just show up on Newsmax or Fox. I don't want to just have a podcast or a vodcast. I don't want to just stream on Twitch. I want to do it all. Mm-hmm. I think that's broadcasting because if I, if I throw out the largest net, I have the better opportunity to catch the most fish. And, you know, some people who tune into the show shut it right off. They don't like it. A lot of people, and the majority, I would say, who tune into the show like it. The challenge is making them tune into the show. You follow where I'm coming from here? I do, yeah. I follow you. So if, if I don't know Neil Young's music and I don't know his artistry or poetry or whatever the hell he's good for, and again, he must be very good at something. He's very successful. I don't like the tone of his singing, so I would not be a fan. I might be a fan of reading his lyrics because they sound like they're well done and well thought out. Why would I ever take the time to tune in if he specifically said, I don't want you listening if you believe the information Joe Rogan's putting out? And again, even that story said misinformation or disinformation, that is not scientifically true. What Joe Rogan is saying on his show has not been proven to be Mr. Disinformation. Neil Young just doesn't like it. And Fauci just doesn't like it. And Biden just doesn't like it. It's very interesting that he would now say, I'm just going to cast a much smaller net. And it's interesting because on Twitter, Neil Young, who is Neil Young, was one of the trends. And my answer was, who is Neil Young? As a young man, he was anti-government, pro-freedom. As an older man, he is an arm of the government and anti-freedom. That's really who he's become. It doesn't make sense to limit the audience. It just doesn't. It would be like me saying, hey, welcome to the program. Glad to have you. If you're conservative, stick around. If you're not, you can leave now. That wouldn't make any sense. It, it would actually be stupid. I want as many people as possible to listen and to be exposed to what we do. And if we're doing it right, 
And if they get how great Carrie Polo Salmon, and I, I'm going to say that, if they get how great it is what we try to put together every you know three hours a day, six days a week, I think they'll stay. But the last thing I would ever do is you either get rid of that radio host or else you can't listen to me. That's stupid. Does all that make sense? Is that is that hitting home, you think? Mm, I think so, yeah. It would be like, listen, Bon Jovi is a left-wing idiot. But between you and me, don't tell Carrie. Hmm. It's a good it's a good band. They're a good band. Yeah, yeah. It is. And if I'm just listening to the music and not hearing his dumb politics, I'm down. But it's like Barbara Streisand, and I know that we talked about this when it happened. This is way back when Bush was the president. Barbara Streisand would go on, on tour, and some of her tickets close up to the stage were $1,250. I'm like, you, you got to be crazy. Now, she's a great singer, incredible artist. And then while you're there, she would bring out a George W. Bush impersonator and make fun of the president. It's like the Dixie Chicks. You know, in London, saying they're embarrassed of the current president. Look, shut up, because there are people there that like him. There are people there that like Joe Rogan. There are people there that like, you know, uh, what George W. Bush was doing. Don't be stupid. Take your twelve fifty a ticket or $50 a ticket, or for the Dixie Chicks, I think it was $3.50 a ticket. Either way. But but go in and, and take your ticket, enjoy your concert, and don't give me anything other than the Bon Jovi songs I wanted to hear. If I go there and you try to raise money for the DNC, I'm going to have a problem. I mean, Carrie, even you, I don't even know what your politics are. You would have a problem with that, wouldn't you? I would. And as many uh, concerts as I've been of his, he has never, ever, ever done anything political. I mean, this is, this You're is, there to hear the songs is, and to see good. him and, and the other group members, and that's it. You have a good time. It's, not to be preached It's the to. same exact argument that I have with the NFL. When you hit your knees before the game to disrespect the flag and the country and what they stand for and, and military, when you do that, you're literally telling the people who love the country, the flag, and the military that you don't want us to watch. And you're limiting your audience. I have said this a million times. Neil Young can say, I don't want my music on there. Now they're pulling the music off of there. And, and he thinks that he won. It's a Pyrrhic victory. Look it up if you don't know what Pyrrhic victory is. It's a Pyrrhic victory. It's a, it's a victory where you probably were wrong in going for the victory, but he feels as though he's done something positive when, in fact, he has limited the people who can listen to him now. And that's just dumb. Your thoughts, 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pags Show. Great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. We've got a lot going on today. We will have interviews with Ted Poe. We normally catch up with Ted at least once a month. To just get an update, he was in the House of Representatives for a long time. He's a great Texan, a great American, a former judge. We talk about the rulings for OSHA and also for um, for those healthcare workers who now still have the mandate. We talk about that. We also talk about protecting the Ukrainian border, but not the American border, which makes no sense, obviously. And uh, we talk about a lot more. Make sure you stick around for that. Also, Simona Mengiante Papadopoulos. She is one of the interviewers in a trilogy, a series of documentaries about Ukraine. 
I know very little about Ukraine. You know very little about Ukraine. Well, they just put together this, this documentary series that's on Amazon Prime, and it's also on RT, which is like Russian television. And uh, I talked to her about that. It's a cool interview. Kara, I'm interviewing her. For, she's in Italy. Oh, I think that's wow. Cool. Very cool. Okay. I'm like, come on. We're like global here, man. We're not awesome. playing around. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, so yeah, we, we have that interview as well. And, yes, her husband is George Papadopoulos, who we've had on the show many times. He formerly with the, with the Trump campaign, and, uh, and, and they tried to set him up. We've had him on a few times, and he was strong enough to thwart any sort of a, 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 an attempt to turn him or, or get him to turn on Trump or whatever. We've had him on several times. We'll have George on again soon, but it was very cool to talk to, uh, to, uh, to the missus today. And she got a lot to, we, she fills us in on, on Ukraine, things that we hadn't considered because as Americans, it's so far away, we just don't get it. Let me in the meantime tell you about Washington politicians. They are getting richer and richer. In fact, I talked about this on Newsmax TV today. Hopefully you saw that hit. Um, a report says Nancy Pelosi is worth as much as a quarter of a billion dollars, $250 million. And Dr. Fauci revealed he's worth over $10 million. Not bad for working in public service, right? If you're tired of the hypocrisy, you need to watch Stinchfield. He's on Newsmax each weekday, 8 p.m. Eastern time, and everybody's tuning in. Grant Stinchfield exposes the Washington Insiders in his series, Hypocrites in America. He even names the hypocrites and reveals their secret agendas. You'll also see Michael Savage, Dick Morris give their take on Stinchfield. I watch Newsmax. You need to as well. Get Newsmax on every major cable system. If your cable operator doesn't carry Newsmax, tell them you want it. Or watch Newsmax free on your smart TV like Samsung, Vizio, LG, and streaming on Pluto, Zumo, Roku, and more. Millions are turning to Newsmax TV for the news they can trust. Download the app. You've got it on your phone or your tablet anytime you want it, anytime you need it. Uh, Go and check it out right now. Make sure you watch Stinchfield tonight and every night to find out exactly why. Let me go to the phone lines on Neil, uh, uh, Neil Young deciding, hey, Got to take my music off of there. And uh, Roby is in Minneapolis. Roby, what's going on? Hi. Yes. Hi, Joe Pags. Thank hey. you very much for having me on. You bet. In the heart of the beast, Minneapolis. Yeah, man. Uh, anyway, I wanted to just uh, tap in with Neil Young. He is right there at Woodstock, ranked amongst any and all musicians, including Hendrix, Page, uh, all of them. As, so a, as a guitar player? As a guitar player? Well, I, I, think, I, think he, I think he's a horrible singer, so I don't like his music that way, but is he a really good guitar player? Yeah, well, he's both singer and guitar player. He's got, he ranks right there with uh, Bob Dylan. Well, right. Well, Bob Dylan can't sing either. I mean, I'm not. I'm not being funny. They're great well, writers, style, and they're and they're that's great musicians. No, style that they carry. I I hear you. I'm not that's willing. I'm not willing to argue about a taste. Uh, you like him. I don't. That's cool. But tell me. Uh, so you no, must be disappointed. Fine. You must be disappointed, in Neil Young. No, no. I'm, I'm just more surprised because I thought his notoriety was world renowned. All right, appreciate you. He's got the radio on in the background as well, so it's hard to hear. Yeah, I'm not willing to argue with somebody about whether Neil Young is good or bad. For my taste, he is not a good singer, and uh, but, but from what I understand, he must be a very good guitar player. He's a good writer. I've given him credit for that. Bob Dylan is a bad singer as well, not a good singer at all. But his writing is really what made him. He's a storyteller. He's a poet. But I'm not going to argue music with you. We have different tastes. That's okay. Um, I thought that the guy called it. Sam, didn't the guy call in to say that he was disappointed that Neil Young was doing this? It sounded like he called in just to convince you that Neil Young was good. Yeah, he sounds like he changed the story. <laughs> okay, whatever it takes. Listen, a lot of people calling in. I don't want to give you short shrift. 
I will certainly take you on the air. I want to hear your thoughts about this, about somebody limiting his audience, thinking that he's more powerful than he was. Um, he just really made Joe Rogan even more powerful. But listen, there's room on, on the Spotify platform for both of them. Just like there's room on the talk radio platform or in the talk radio scene for other people and me. Um, it does. You don't have one or the other. There's room for everybody. I don't know why he did this. Keep it here. Coming back. This is the Joe Pag Show. Hi, great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. There's a ton going on, tons to get to. Right in the middle of a conversation about Neil Young. And I do realize, Gary, I realize that people come into the show a little bit later, a little bit earlier. You know, they they jump in as they go. Mm-hmm. Because people, you know, I, I know that from firsthand, you know, you're getting emails where people, how come you didn't mention this? Somebody came into the chat room and said, why didn't you say he's with Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young? Uh, didn't well, I do that you earlier? did, yeah. <laughs> a couple of times, yeah. Just going to put it out there. But yeah. Um, yeah, Neil Young, if you're just joining us, uh, just to to sort of give you the cliff notes and care if I get anything wrong, let me know. Mm-hmm. He said to Spotify, either you get rid of Joe Rogan or take my music off of Spotify. Yep. I don't use Spotify. Do you use, you use I Spotify? Do. Yeah, I do. So I'm A confused. Lot. What What is the benefit of using Spotify? I'm not here to say don't because I think my song Tuesday Morning is on Spotify, to be honest with you. Um, and I'm, I'm happy that it's available, but why is that better than iTunes or listening on YouTube, which is free? Why do, why do I need Spotify? What does that do for me? Uh, I don't know. I have it on my phone and I listen long enough and they come up with playlists for me of, of, of what I like and you know, similar taste. And I don't know. I, I like it. I like Paul, you a Spotify guy? Yeah. What's the benefit? Uh, I mean, you can make your own playlists. Um, with it, which I mean, I'm sure you could probably do with like Apple Music and stuff like that. Um, but I, I mean, between the two, I, I I don't know if if there is what the big difference would be. I I will say that there are some artists already that you can't find like on Spotify, um, like the original songs. Like that's happened to me before, where I I put a song into a playlist and I hear it, and I personally can tell that it's not the original. You know, it's okay. it's it's been redone or uh, they like I think Garth Brooks, I think he's not on Spotify at all either. Wow. Yeah, that's interesting. But they do have so, a really I mean, good podcast, though. I listen to a lot of the podcasts on Spotify. Well, I mean, Joe Rogan has an exclusive with Spotify, right, where he, get, he gets a hundred million dollars from them to mm-hmm. only be on there. But I can always go and watch him on YouTube, right? I, I don't know, I guess. Probably, but I, I don't know how current those things are compared to when they're posted on Spotify. You know what I mean? Like if maybe they're like a week later or or whatever it is, I I don't know if they're posted on on the same day. Okay. So you might be getting it more immediately from there. I mean, it makes sense to make deals like that, but I guess I don't get it. Sam, do you do Spotify? I only really do YouTube. Yeah. I mean, for for me, I mean, I don't really have playlists and stuff like that. If I'm going to do anything, I'll go to iHeart and do like Elvis Presley radio. And uh, and listen to that, but I mean, generally speaking, I don't I don't really get into that much. I mean, it obviously works for somebody. I'm not saying don't use Spotify. I'm just wondering why Neil Young thought that he was so important that he could stop it. Because I can go right now and probably listen to some Neil Young on YouTube, couldn't I? Probably. 
I mean, did he take it off of there too? I mean, Joe Rogan's also on YouTube. Uh, couldn't I go in and listen to Neil Young on on any number of outlets and and platforms where Joe Rogan might also exist? Why go after Spotify? Simply because Spotify decided we're going to pay him a bunch of money? Hey, Polo. Probably, but also, like with YouTube, I unless I'm, I'm wrong and... and I may be, but I don't. Do the artists get paid for having their their music on there? I think that they uh, the people who post them are allowed to post them by licensing it with the artist, and then they probably share the the income from the views. Like some of these songs have a hundred million views, and somebody's getting paid per view. It's a very small amount of money per view, but it t- ends up being a lot of money. The artists have to give the okay, or else there'll be a copyright claim. So the person, like like uh, what is it, Vivo? Vivo can put up all, of, on YouTube, they can put up all sorts of actual videos from the artists without any copyright claim, without any strikes from YouTube, so they must have a deal with the artists, if that makes sense. I think yeah. it does. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I guess I'm just I'm trying to figure out why Neil Young thought he had the ability. Did you guys think, and we'll go down the line here, Carrie, did you think that they were going to push Joe Rogan off for, for Neil Young? No. Because to me, Joe Rogan's a pretty big deal for them to pay uh, $100 million for the exclusive. Oh, you think they're going to get rid of Rogan? No, I, I, I figured, I mean, um, maybe back in his time, he, he was a bigger star, but right now, I don't think people are logging on to a streaming service to listen to, to Neil Young. Sam? I'm not sure there's any artist that would kick Joe Rogan off Spotify. Every time something like this happens, and here I'll play devil's advocate, it makes Joe Rogan more powerful. It makes him stronger. It makes people want to listen to him. Why does Neil Young have such a problem with this guy? And more people will now go and listen. I remember back in the early 90s when they were considering the V-chip. And, and Carrie, I think you were probably covering news at the same time. The V-chip was something they were going to add to, the, to, to, the, um, to television sets. Mm-hmm. The V-chip was for violence. And the parents could somehow activate the V-chip on TVs. And that would stop the kids from being able to see certain television programs. And my commentary then was, every kid now wants to know what they're not allowed to see. Yeah. And they're all going to do everything they can to circumvent the V-chip. So I think the more you complain about something and the more you say it's bad, the more people get intrigued and go and check it out. Oh, I think the same sense? will happen to Joe Rogan, absolutely. Why is Neil Young so upset about Joe Rogan? Let me go listen to his podcast. And i got to tell you something. Joe Rogan's pretty smart that he has not addressed this yet. I think he will at some point. But the fact that he hasn't yet is pretty interesting to me. I mean, the, the guy, he, he's either really, really incredibly smart or he's smart and he's got really good managers around him because he hasn't made a whole lot of bad moves yet. I mean, to, to go from comedian to actor to MMA guy, announcer, to podcast guy and be this successful, that's kind of amazing, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, he's doing pretty good for himself. I would say he is. Let me go to the phone lines and see what you guys have to say about all this. And again, to, to the guy who called from Minneapolis, God bless you. You love Neil Young? That's great. I, uh, there's, there are some people who don't like uh, the way Elvis sings. I think Elvis might be the best male singer we've had in the past hundred years. But having said that, you might not like him. That's okay. I'm completely cool with you not agreeing with me on, uh, on the quality of Neil Young's voice. More important to me is why would he do this and take the chance of making sure the next generations don't have any idea even who he is? Let me go to the phone line and say hello and welcome to Mark in Missouri. Mark, what's going on? Hey, Joe. So this is, this is actually really easy. Um, the fact of the matter is, this guy, you you love music, you're big into music, there's tons of us, I'm 38 years old, I like music, I couldn't tell you one of his songs. Yeah. The fact of the matter is, it's all about the Benjamins. At the end of the day, he doesn't care about Joe Rogan, he probably doesn't even know what Joe Rogan stands for. 
But at the end of the day, he's looking to make some money, and he's probably not making enough off Spotify. How am I going to get my name out there with the next biggest name on a platform that I may be on? This is how I make the la- my last stand and my last Benjamins before I kick the bucket. Because that's where he's at at this point. Maybe he, the guy talked about Woodstock. Maybe he was big then. But at this point, we just don't know who the guy is. Maybe somebody will go out there and buy one of his albums now because of what he's all about. It could be. And he's only, he's only, well, Mark, I hear you. It could be. Um, maybe, just maybe. Because Polo playing that song a little while ago, probably through BMI and ASCAP, might get Neil Young a couple of pennies. But that's about it. He's not going to get him much else. And I'm certainly not going to go and buy his music. And I wonder if people will go and buy music. Uh, maybe those who hate Joe Rogan will say, I should listen to Neil Young. Maybe it means money. You guys think, Carrie, you think it means money for Neil Young? No, I don't. I really think it's political. And I, I do think Neil Young um, knows what's going on or thinks he knows what's going on as far as the vaccine yeah. and things like that. Um, I don't think, though, it's he just wanted to attach his name to Joe Rogan so he could get a couple extra bucks out of it, though. I think it's political. interesting. Yeah, I, I agree with you. And again, here's a guy who made his bones with what I find to be not great voice. Maybe he's a good guitar player, certainly a great writer, but he made his bones and made a lot of money because he took a stand against the man. And now he is the man. It's so weird to me. He's now like part of the large government. He's supporting the, the lies and lack of scientific information coming from the government and trying to, to, to control us. It's very strange to me. Chuck, Minneapolis, talk to me. Hi. Hey, um, Thanks for taking my call, Joe. You bet. Um, I appreciate it. Um, you know, Neil Young, I'm, I got a few years on you. Um, so I remember in the early 70s, uh, you know, Neil Young played with the band Crazy Horse that was previously Linda Ronstadt's backup band. And I think his first big splash was with Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young at Woodstock. Okay. Not, as, uh, not as a solo act. Okay. Gotcha. Um, and then, then he did the uh, second album with them. And I think he gained a lot of no- notoriety through that. Um, and then he had a few hits, you know, there's all kind of political after Kent state, he wrote uh, four dead in Ohio, you right. know, he had an impact, um, back then. Right. But I was telling Sam that I think the last hit that he had was that, uh, the, uh, the free world tune. And other than that, he doesn't have much of a career. And, um, as a, as a guitarist, since I was 12, I don't think he's a great guitarist either. I think he's a great, uh, rhythm player. Okay. Um, but, uh, but you know, I don't think the guy has any career now and I think it's pretty hilarious. Oh, the other thing was, I think you need to do one of these days, like a, a tape, uh, of your commentary when you're not on the air. Because I was laughing my butt off at some of your your statements in there. Oh, um, oh as you were listening, you could... oh, I, I get it. I, I, people listening don't understand what you mean. Uh, when Chuck was on hold, they can hear everything on hold um, uh, as if they're on the radio listening. So if you're not in the web stream or if you're not on hold on my phone lines, you won't hear what we're talking about during the break. All right, I don't even know what I said during the break. Was it pretty good? It was hilarious. <laughs> uh, you, you should go back and do like an outtake. Uh, 
you know, a, a recording or put it on your podcast sometime because, uh, you know, with uh, some explanation. I got but, you. Uh, but yeah, it was br- it was brilliant. You thank know? you. It was brilliant. Appreciate that, so, Chuck. Thank you. Yeah, Kerry, what I was doing during the break, and I just now remembered as you brought it up, is I was imitating Bob Dylan and I was imitating Neil Young. I was imitating Bruce oh, Springsteen. Oh, glad I didn't hear that. Mm. Yeah. Was good stuff. That's what I was like doing. That. So yeah. he enjoyed that. He enjoyed that. Yeah, yeah, I can grab that. Why not? I put that. That probably would go viral, wouldn't it? Put it on the TikToks. Mm, probably not. You You're saying no? TikToks? No. Don't. I think we don't do. I think there's an that. S at the end of that. I think it's TikToks. Uh, uh, there isn't. No. Well, because TikTok would just be one TikTok. Who wants one TikTok? Oh, you you want TikToks. TikTok. You want multiple. Not TikToks. What do you mean? It's not plural. It's not plural, is what you're no, saying. No, that's what I'm saying. Wow, wow. You what are you, some Neil Young fan? What are you, what are you, you know, either, <laughs> either not, Neil Young or me. I'm not doing both. No. All right, uh, it is uh, 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Stay right here. You're listening to Joe Pags. Eight 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 nine four one Pags eight 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 nine four one seven two four seven JoePags dot com J O E P A G S dot C O M go there check out the new uh, the the newly redesigned website we're featuring stories that we've done that you're hearing on the program you're going to see the videos of the interviews that I've done if you're listening on the radio we also do most of these interviews via video and you can go and check them out there you can spread around to your friends you can take an article of a of a commentary that I've done and you can spread that around as well plus check out all the social media. And sign up for the newsletters right there on the top line. You can listen to the podcast as well. It's all one-stop shopping, JoePags.com. If you want to contact me, best way to do so is send me an email. Just just scroll down and click on contact, and that'll that'll be sent right to me. There's a form there for you to fill out. Go and check it out, JoePags.com, J-O-E-P-A-G-S dot C-O-M. We talk about Stamps.com. Stamps.com is awesome. It's a great service, a great website, a great partner for your business. If you're a small business owner, you're busy enough as it is, you'll have time to deal with the hassle of going to the post office. Stamps.com is going to help you skip the trip and never waste another dollar or a minute. Time certainly is money. And sometimes, listen, I've been to the post office. There are great people there. But I've been there for two hours. And you never know if it's social distancing or not, masking or not. What's, what's the occasion where there's so many people in line in front of you? It's kind of a hassle. Why not just avoid that? Also get discounts you can't find anywhere else on USPS, United States Post Office, or UPS, 40% on USPS, up to 40%, up to 76% off of UPS. You really can't beat it. So if you've got a computer, you've got an office, you've got a home office, you've got a setup, or you've got a printer, you can use stamps.com. Go there right now, stamps.com. Sign up with promo code PAGS for a special offer, including a four-week trial, Free postage, a digital scale, no long-term term commitments or, uh, or contracts are involved here. Stamps.com. Click on the microphone at the top of the page. Enter my code PAGS. Stamps.com. Get there and get there right now. We go to the phone lines. A lot of people would like to, uh, would like to be heard on uh, what's happening with Neil Young, whose music is no longer going to be available on Spotify because they dared not get rid of Joe Rogan. Mark is in Marshall, Michigan. Mark, what's going on? Hi. Hey, Joe. Great to talk to you. Thank you. What's happening? I was calling. I was calling to tell you about uh, Elvis. He did a press conference in 1972, uh-huh. 
where he spoke about being an entertainer he did. and not commenting on political things. And I think that's something that, you know, should be played. I mean, people need to understand that. Well, I know the exact interview you're talking about. He was wearing the blue outfit, the light blue. He also had a big, giant gold belt buckle on. Yeah. And there was a woman, this is Madison Square Garden. There was a woman reporter who asked him, what are your thoughts about the Vietnam War? And he said, you know, I'd rather keep those thoughts to myself. Yeah, but what do you think about, about you know, men going there and this, that, and the other? He said, listen, I'm an entertainer. I'm a singer. You know, I, I keep my thoughts personal. And I, that was really the right way to go because he didn't want to turn anybody away. Now, he did take stands. Elvis would take a stand when Houston tried to say, don't bring your backup singers who all happen to be black. He said, well, I just won't go then. And yet he did. Right. He did bring them. And, he, and then he performed in Houston at the Astrodome and did great. But you're right. He knew his role. And here's a guy that served in the Army who you know he had opinions on it, but he didn't want to alienate anybody. It's a great point. Thanks, Joe. Good to talk to you, buddy. Mark, I appreciate you, brother. Yeah, it's interesting. I, I, I know that much about that interview because my mother actually saw him in concert at Madison Square Garden wearing that outfit. And um, yeah, I, I'll never forget because another reporter said, we hear you're a humble you know, gentleman from the South. And he stood up with a big belt buckle and he said, what do you mean with my big gold belt buckle? And he's very you know, ostentatious as he was doing this interview. Yet at the same time, he wasn't going to go there. And I appreciate that. I don't think he should have gone there. And he wanted to raise money for a cause, you know, when he wasn't performing and wasn't doing a press conference for the first time he was ever performing at Madison Square Garden. He could do that, and he, and he certainly donated plenty of money. But uh, it was interesting. It's interesting to see the difference in 50 years. That's 50 years ago, if you think about it. And in that half century, we now have artists and, and, and movie stars and football players who think that their thoughts on issues are really important because they're good at acting or good at singing, or good at or playing a game. Your, your opinion on things is not going to do anything other than get one side to love you twice as much and the other side to hate you and never buy your stuff again. And people should probably think about that. Let me go back at it and say hello to uh, Steve in St. Paul. About a minute, Steve. What's going on? Uh, hopefully you can hear me. They said I was buzzing, but I turned all my electronics off. I can hear you. Come you hear on. Me okay? Yes, come on. Okay. Um, acquired taste, Neil Young, first of all. Um, and yes, he is doing this intentionally, but he's been all over the map politically in his career. Hawks and Doves in 1980 was kind of pro-conservative. Uh, Monsanto years in 2015 is a big indictment against Monsanto, which I seem to help put them uh, and made them get bought out by Bear. So yes, a very acquired taste. Oh, and the color from Minneapolis, Linda Ronstadt's band was the Stone Ponies, not Crazy Horse. Exactly right. It was Linda Ronstadt and the Stone Ponies. I remember that. That's true. By the way, Linda Ronstadt, if we're talking about quality of singers, if you haven't seen the movie Pirates of Penzance with uh, Kevin Klein and Linda Ronstadt, you got to see it. Linda Ronstadt was twice the singer. She was great already in her pop hits. She was twice the singer you think she was. Go and check that out. A awesome, awesome singer and, and a very fun musical. Now, if you're not into musicals, you won't, you won't, want, this, you won't want to check this, mu- this movie out. Have you ever seen that, Carrie? Years ago, yes. Such a good movie. a voice. Yeah, what a voice. I mean, just unbelievable. All right, 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. We'll talk more about the, the soon-to-be SCOTUS opening at the Supreme Court. And the name that's being bandied about, which is kind of nuts. Keep it here. Joe Pags.